everything you need to know about fat loss. I'm not holding anything back. This is legitimately everything you'll need to know. One, two, three, four. You're listening to Massive Potential, the only show you'll need to start leveling up in your life. It's time to get shredded, time to take massive steps ahead in your life, and tap into that untapped potential of yours. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Massive Potential with your boy, Aaron Stevenson. Today, we're talking about everything you need to know about fat loss. I'm not holding anything back. This is legitimately everything you'll need to know. So no, no tricky little myths, hard implements, stuff like that. I'm just giving it to you straight. Grab your pen, grab your paper, because we're going to get started. And this is going to be so, 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 so useful for you if you're trying to lose fat. I promise you that. So if you're trying to lose fat, if you're in the process, or if you're thinking about starting your journey, save this episode, binge watch it a hundred times because I'm going to literally tell you everything you need to know, break it down step by step. So you could lose 10 pounds. If that's your goal, you could lose a hundred pounds with your goal. This will apply to any of you. So first and foremost, it all boils down to calories. Calories in versus your calories out. So that means how many calories are you burning on a regular basis versus how many are you consuming? So how many you're burning is your calories out versus how many you're consuming. I don't want you to focus on the how many calories am I burning during my workout or during my steps or stuff like that because your fitness tracker might tell you that doesn't matter. What I want you to do is to go to a calorie calculator. So literally just go to Google, type in calorie calculator, click on the first one that pops up. It's going to ask for your your age, your height, your sex, your activity level, and your weight, and it's going to spit out a number for you. And that isn't necessarily going to be 100% accurate, but it's a great foundation to start with. So whatever number it gives you, and you can just estimate your activity level based on how active your job is, how many days you work out, stuff like that. Whatever number it gives you, I want you to take that number and go to the app called MyFitnessPal. And in that app, you're going to set that as your goal and you're going to track that eating that many calories for the whole week. And during that process, I want you to weigh yourself every single morning. And when you weigh yourself every single morning, you're going to do this right after waking up, right after using the restroom without anything in your stomach in terms of food or water yet. And that's going to be your most accurate measurement. I want you to keep track of how much you weigh every single morning for that week eat that many calories for that week so that you can tell at the end of the week, is your weight trending up? Is it trending down or is it staying the same? Then after you have that trend, you'll be able to know, is are you losing weight on the calories that it told you? Are you maintaining your weight on the calories that it told you? Or are you gaining weight? And then you can adjust from there. Obviously, if you're gaining weight and your goal is fat loss, you need to reduce, reduce the calories, reduce them two to 500, repeat that for the next week and see what the results is. If you're already losing fat, great. Keep it the same. Do the exact same thing that you did that previous week. And if you're maintaining, again, reduce it two to 500 and then give it a goal another week and see how it goes from there. So that's going to be most important. Now you probably have the question of, well, how many meals should I eat or what should I be eating or all this crazy stuff? Guys, the first most important thing is solely calories. Focus on how many you're eating on a daily basis. Get that consistent Monday to Sunday, not just Monday through Friday, because I know so many of you guys might be cheating on the weekends. Get it consistent Monday to Sunday, and you'll be able to, that's your first most important thing. 
Because in reality, when you guys are thinking about, oh, I might be able to outwork the calories that I'm eating with my exercise or my steps or anything else like that, I'm going to break it down for you. Your daily energy expenditure or how many calories you're burning on a daily basis is based upon your BMR, which is just essentially your basal metabolic rate, which means how many calories it takes just to keep your body alive. And that's 60% of your daily calories burned. 25% is NEAT, which stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is solely just you getting up and walking to the fridge or you fidgeting or just moving around. That's not planned activity. So just your daily movement. That's 25% of your daily calories burned. The thermic defect of food, which essentially is how many calories it takes to digest the food that you're eating, that's 15% of the daily calories you burn. And then exercise only equates for 10% of your daily calories burned, meaning that you can't outwork a bad diet. So it all starts with calories. So once you go to that calorie calculator, once you get that number, once you start tracking your food in the app called MyFitnessPal and do that for a week, along with tracking what your body weight is each morning, then you'll be able to know, okay, where can I adjust it? How are things trending? That's your number one step, no matter what. We don't need to worry about exercise yet. We first need to worry about calories. I see so many people come to me like, oh, I'm doing this for my exercise. Like I'm, I'm all good there, but they have no clue what to do with their nutrition. So that's where you're going to have to do with your nutrition. It starts with calories. Now you're probably wondering, well, does it matter how many meals I have? Does it matter what type of food I have? Yes and no. It starts with calories. So you can have one meal a day. If you hit that calorie goal, cool, that's fine. You could have six meals in the day. And as long as you hit that calorie goal, that's fine too. So it starts with your calories. So calories is most important. Then you can worry about those preferences of how many meals you have, stuff like that. After that, in terms of what you should be eating, you should be trying to get protein. So protein is going to be the most important. And your goal should be about one pound per lean body mass. And the reason that I say lean body mass is because if you are, let's say, if you have like 30, 40% body fat, you don't necessarily need one pound per your body weight because that's going to be a lot of excessive protein. So try to just estimate, go to Google again, type in body fat percentage, look at the images, whether you're a guy or you're a girl, you can kind of tell, oh, what, what one do I look kind of similar to? So let's say that you're 30% um, body fat, and I'm just going to use, let's say your 200 pounds and your 30% body fat, then that would mean that you're 60% fat or 60 pounds of fat on you, meaning that you have roughly 140 pounds of lean body mass. So that should be roughly your goal. Let's say 150, just to round it up. So that's how you would break it down. That's how the math would go down. So protein is going to be the most important. So once you got your calories down, then you're thinking about your protein and protein is going to be most important from there. After that, if you want to feel full between your meals, if you want to feel like you're not starving in between meals, you can also focus on fiber. So this is just going to be your fruits, your veggies, and stuff like that. So this is just kind of getting more into the nitty gritty of what you need to know in terms of what to be eating to kind of feel full during your meals and stuff like that. And that is mostly what you need to focus on in terms of nutrition. Sure, there's more we could talk about, but those are your basics. So just a recap. Go to a calorie calculator, find your calorie goals. It starts with that. From there, go to MyFitnessPal, put that number into MyFitnessPal and hit it for a week consistently. 
During that week, you're going to track your body weight every single morning and see how your body weight is trending over the period of the week. Yo, I got to interrupt for just a second just to say thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. If you're getting value, which I hope you are, I'd love for you to share this on your IG story and tag me at a.j.steph so I can personally thank you for supporting the show. All right, let's get back to it. If it's maintaining, then that means you just want to drop the calories two to 500. If it's losing weight, awesome. You're already set. You're ready to go. Just stay consistent with that. And then if it's gaining, again, just drop the calories and adjust from there. Do it for another week. And stay consistent with that all seven days of the week. Now, in terms of exercise, what should you do there? You should prioritize strength training. So depending on your schedule, depending on how much you can commit to, this could be anywhere from three all the way up to six times per week. And really, that just... It depends how many times you're going to commit to. I, I hear some people sometimes say, well, I go three to five times a week. It's like, no, pick one set goal because that will change up the type of workouts that you should be doing. For example, if you go five times a week, you can kind of do like a push-pull legs upper lower split. But if you're only going three times a week, I would suggest doing a full body split. And so pick one that you know you can commit to no matter what. You know, if it's four days a week, you could do an upper lower split. If it's six days a week, you could do like push pull legs, push pull legs, something like that, where you're committing to it and you're doing it week after week after week after week and you're consistent with it. Because again, that's going to still play a role in how active you are on a regular basis. And again, play into calories in versus calories out. So this is why it's so important to be consistent with that timing rather than switching it up and changing it up each week. So find something that you can commit to in terms of an exercise that you're doing week after week after week. In terms of cardio, this is going to be your, your sprinkles on top. You should not be prioritizing your cardio if you're trying to lose fat. Again, I know it can be tempting to like, oh, I just want to burn as many calories as possible. All I, all I know how to do is to do cardio. You, you got to step out of your comfort zone because building muscle is going to help you lose fat and build muscle at the same time. Or I guess strength training is going to help you do that. Sorry. And muscle is more metabolically expensive, which essentially just means that the more muscle you have on your body, the more calories you burn on a daily, daily basis, which makes it easier to lose fat. And this is why we want to prioritize building muscle. So the sprinkles on top in terms of cardio, you don't have to do it at all. Two, you could do it a little bit after each of your each of your strength training sessions. So important point to make there is that it's after your strength training sessions. So this could be 10 minutes. This could be up to like 30 minutes. I wouldn't go overly excessive with it because again, exercise only makes up about 10% of your daily calories burned. So it's important to work on your cardiovascular health too, but you don't have to go hog wild with it. Again, just try to keep that something consistent. So let's say you're working out three days a week. Maybe you do 15 minutes of cardio after each workout. Cool. Awesome. Other things that you should focus on is going to be progressive overload. So that essentially just means as you're doing your strength training workouts, you're going to want to try to get stronger each week. So let's say on bench press one week, or we'll use dumbbell bench. Let's say on dumbbell bench one week, you were able to use 40 pound dumbbells. The next week, maybe you can try 45. And then the week after that, maybe you can try 50. Because if you're new to lifting, you will be able to make progress like that. If you've been lifting for a little bit, you could try to get more reps because that still counts as progressive overload. So let's say you're using those 40 pound dumbbells. You're able to get eight reps. Maybe next week you're able to get nine. The week after that, you're able to get 10. That's still progressive overload. So either try to get more reps or add weight to the bar. 
one of the two so that you're continuously progressing each week in terms of that. Last little nitpicky type of things is going to be your water intake. Try to drink about a gallon a day, give or take a little, but that's a great foundational level. And then try to get seven to nine hours of sleep each night. Guys, I just covered literally almost everything that you need. The last little tip I have for you, you've probably heard a million times, just be consistent. If you do this week after week, month after one month, I guarantee you, hands down, you'll lose the fat or you'll make a decent amount of progress. But the thing is, a lot of you kind of lack the structure of being consistent. Consistency will make or break. And this is why I pointed out the fact of on the weekends, if you're slipping up and you're not sticking to your nutrition or you're missing workouts, then you can kiss those results goodbye because you're shooting yourself in the foot. But the reality is that's all you need to do. So calorie deficit in terms of tracking your food in my fitness pal, you're going to be tracking your weight on a daily basis. Then in terms of exercise, you're going to be strength training anywhere between three to six days a week. You can sprinkle a little cardio on top of, on top of that if you want, but just make it consistent during your workouts, focus on progressively overloading, which means just add weight or add reps, drink a gallon of water a day, get enough sleep so that you can recover and be consistent. That's all you need to do. It really is that simple. And so at the end of the day, if you've done this long enough, maybe you under you find yourself in a stall because your body's always trying to adapt. Maybe your metabolism has slowed down a little bit or you know you you find yourself in a stall. Here's a couple little quick tips on what to do then. You could potentially increase your cardio just a little bit. Let's say you've been doing 15 minutes. Maybe you do 30 minutes then after each session. Each session. You could reduce your calories a little bit. So again, you could reduce them about two to 500 calories. Or if you don't want to eat less, which I totally understand, or maybe you don't have the time for the cardio, increasing your steps can be a powerful tool. So steps, again, is another tool that you can focus on. It's not the end all be all, but this would increase your needs throughout the day. So this would essentially like, let's say your average typically is like 6,000 steps a day. Maybe you could try to get eight. Or if your average is eight, maybe you could try to push yourself to 10. Or if your average is 10, push yourself to 12. So just up it just a little bit like that. And I promise you, if you hit a stall, just some small incremental change like that can make or break the progress that you're making. So realistically, that is all you need to do on your fat loss journey. I know I made it sound super simple. And the reality is, if you can stick to it, it really is that simple. You know, you hear all these all these fancy little things like intermittent fasting or all these little nit tricks that they try people try to tell you on TikTok or Reels or stuff like that. But the reality is, that is how simple fat loss is. It's not overly crazy. The hardest part is filtering through all the misinformation out there, filtering through the BS and all the myths, all the silly diets, and finding something that you actually can sustain for a long enough period of time. Because like I said, consistency is most important. But I promise you, rewatch this episode, listen to, to it again, take your notes, do your homework and figure out, you know, it takes time to figure out what your maintenance calories is. If you're gaining weight, losing weight, maintaining weight, it takes time to be able to have a consistent schedule in the gym and feel good about that and progressively overload. But if you legitimately do all of that over a long enough time horizon, I promise you that you will lose the fat and you will see results in a decent a decent chunk of time. You know, give yourself a month, give yourself a couple of months, give yourself 6 months, 12 months. It doesn't matter because your goal should be with this whole period 
in your whole fitness journey in general should be to make it a lifelong habit, not just this quick fix, right? And so that's why it's so important to find something that's sustainable and that you can adhere to for a long period of time. So that's all I got for you guys today. Go back and take notes. Like I said, remember success like speed, grab your notes, do your homework, figure it out, start implementing all these little nitpicks and, and tricks that I gave you guys along the way. It's time to level up. I hope this was valuable for you guys. And I hope you have the best day of your entire life. I'll chat, I'll chat with you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Massive Potential. If you'd like to learn how to start packing on muscle, how to lose the body fat for good, and how to start leveling up in your life, DM me the word fit on my IG at a.j.steph, and I'll personally see if I can help you out. Have the best day of your entire life, and God bless.